0: And praise the Lord, everyone, and welcome again to the Prayer Praise the Deliverance broadcast, amen, brought to you live from VoxWave.com. amen. We're grateful and we're thankful for what the Lord is doing this morning, and as we always say, this is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and we will be glad in it, amen. We're thankful for the opportunity and for the open door to be able to broadcast again on Saturday mornings, and we'll be here every Saturday morning from 11 a.m. M to 12 p.m. on Saturdays, amen, with the prayer, praise, and deliverance broadcast, amen. We're going to begin with prayer, amen. The Bible says, amen, that, hallelujah, men ought always to pray and not faint, amen. And if my people, which are called by my name, would humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, he said, I will hear from heaven, I will forgive their sin, and I will heal their land. Amen. Prayer is needed. And saints, amen, continue to pray that God's will will be done in our lives. Bow your heads with us. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord, for your eternal word. Your words are spirited their life. Lord God, we thank you for, Lord God, this morning rising for last night's slumber. We thank you for keeping us, keeping us in our right minds, keeping us with a mind and a desire to serve you, to seek you and to call upon the name of the Lord. We just thank you. We praise your name, God. We thank you for how you brought us through another week, Lord God, for how you kept food on our tables and clothes upon our backs and how you provided for us. You've taken care of our children. You've shielded and you have protected us. And Lord, we say thank you today. We give you the glory for all that you are doing, Lord God, because you are worthy to be praised, Lord God. We thank you for the victory. We thank you for your joy. We thank you for your peace. We thank you for your deliverance. And we thank you for this time that you blessed us to be able to come across the airwaves once again with the prayer, praise, and deliverance broadcast. We ask that you would touch and anoint us, Lord God, to do what you have called us to do. Someone is waiting by the wayside of life to hear word from you today. Father, we ask that you would, Lord God, word our mouths and anoint us to speak and to teach your word today. Lord God, take control of this service, Lord God. Lead and guide us and direct us, Lord God, in your presence today. Oh God, that someone will receive a word of hope, a word of deliverance, a word that will change their situation, their mindsets, that will help them to focus on you, Lord God, and not on the situation at hand. Bless us now. We pray. We're waiting on you, God. All we can do is wait on your presence, wait on your anointing Lord God and while we wait help us to sing songs of praises and help us to carry on until your spirit comes and fills this house let your Shekinah glory God come over this place and bless us and use us as only you can without you we can do nothing but with you we can do all things bless us now we pray in Jesus name and let everybody say amen and amen praise the Lord once again And we are grateful, amen, to be back in the, amen, in the studio once again with the prayer, praise, and deliverance broadcast. We're going to read a scripture this morning, amen, to get us started in the word of God, amen, and our scripture, amen, reading will be coming from the 119th divisions of Psalms, amen, turn with us in your Bibles, amen, as we prepare to read the word of God. Amen. And as we prayed, amen, his word is spirit and it is life. Amen. It is life for the believer. His word will carry you through. Amen. And we're looking for the Lord to give us a word today. Amen. That will help us. Many are sitting, amen, and wondering how are we going to get through this. But God has a way for us. Amen. God will deliver us. He will bless us. Amen. Do you believe that today? Amen. I believe it today that God is going to bless us and he's going to carry us through. And this thing that is meant for our destruction, God is going to Turn it around for our good, Amen. God is going to bless us, Amen, and God is going to strengthen us, and we're going to be made the better if we hold on to the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the one hundred division of Psalms, we're going to read, Amen, the first division of it, Amen, taken from Aleph. The Bible says, "Blessed are the undefiled in the way, who walk in the law of the Lord." Blessed are they that keep his testimonies and that seek him with the whole heart. They also do no iniquity. They walk in his ways. Thou hast commanded us to keep thy precepts diligently. Oh, that my ways were directed to keep thy statutes. Then shall I not be ashamed when I have respect unto all thy commandments. I will praise thee with uprightness of heart. When I shall have learned thy righteous judgments, I will keep thy statutes. Oh, forsake me not utterly. Where Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed thereto according to thy word? With my whole heart have I sought thee. Oh, let me not wander from thy commandments. Our last verse, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word, and may the word fly in a resting place in our hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. We are grateful again, amen, for the word of God and for the intro into our broadcast this morning. Amen. And we ask you for your continued prayers to pray with us as we, amen, to attempt to share a word with you on this morning. Amen. I don't know about you, but I need a word from God. I need direction. I need his anointing. I need to know what the Lord has for me in this season, in this time. Amen. And and to know that God is going to take care of the people of God. Jesus, I'll never forget what you've done for me. Jesus, I'll never forget how you set me free. Jesus, I'll never forget how you brought me out. Jesus, I'll never forget. No, never. How can I forget what you done for me? How can I forget how you set me free? How can I forget how you brought me out? How can I forget No, never. Oh, Jesus, I'll never forget what you've done for me. Jesus, I'll never forget how you set me free. Jesus, I'll never forget how you brought me out. Jesus, I'll never forget. No, never. How can I forget what you've done for me? How can I forget how you set me free? How can I forget how you brought me out? Jesus, I'll never forget. No, never for Jesus. I'll never forget what you've done for me. Jesus, I'll never forget how you set me free. Jesus, I'll never forget. How you brought me out. Jesus, I'll never forget. No, never. How can I forget what you done for me? How can I forget how you set me free? How can I forget how you brought me out? Jesus, I'll never forget. No, never Oh, Jesus, I'll never forget What you've done for me Jesus, I'll never forget How you set me free Jesus, I'll never forget How you brought me out Jesus, I'll never forget No, never Well, I feel like Pressing my way. Yes, I feel like pressing my way. Yes, I'm on my way to heaven. Feel like pressing my way. Yes, I feel like pressing my way. Oh, yes, I feel like pressing my way. Oh, yes, I'm on my way. To heaven Feel like Pressing my way Oh yes I feel Like going on Oh yes I feel Like going on Oh yes I'm on my way To heaven Feel like Pressing my way Oh, yes, I feel like time ain't long. Oh, yes, I feel like time ain't long. Oh, yes, I'm on my way to heaven. Feel like pressing my way. Oh, yes, I feel like time ain't long. Yes, I feel like time ain't long. Oh, yes, I'm on my way to heaven. Feel like pressing my way. Oh, yes, I feel like pressing my way. Yes, I feel like pressing my way. Oh, yes, I'm on my way to heaven. Feel like pressing my way. Praise the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. Can you put your hands together and give God some praise this morning? For the Lord our God is worthy. And that's where our mind should be on this morning. Feel like pressing our way and going on to see. Because we really know what the end's going to be if we hold out amen, to see the Lord Jesus Christ, amen. We're grateful to be back in the studio. We're going to get started, but we wanted to give, amen, God the praise, amen, because this is a portion of our program, amen, prayer, praise, and deliverance, amen, and deliverance comes from the Word of God, amen. The Word of God will deliver us, it will prepare us, it will strengthen us, and it will take us through in these times, so amen. We're getting ready to go, amen. We have a presentation that we're going to do today to share a word with you concerning what we're now seeing and the things that we're now experiencing, the things that are coming our way, Things so we have to be ready for it. And again, the purpose of our time, our existence, the purpose that we're here right now is to prepare for the coming of the Lord. It should be on the top. It should be, amen, on our minds day and night, amen, not the fear, amen, and not, amen, the information that is given so much, but, amen, what is the Lord saying through this storm, through this test, through what we're going through? What is God trying to convey to the church? Because the Spirit of the Lord is is speaking expressly that in the latter days perilous times shall come. Men will be lovers of themselves rather than lovers of God, deceitful, proud. Amen. Men will do all of these things, but where are we? What should we be doing? And in the midst of all of this, the church voice needs to be heard. Amen. God needs to be speaking through his people. Because we are the instruments of his hands. We are his body. We are his hands. We are his feet. So amen. I want to do my part. I want to get out and witness. Amen. I want to get out and evangelize. Amen. Tell people about the only hope that we have. And that is in Jesus Christ. Amen. You may try to find your hope in the stimulus plan and the things that are going on. But amen. Our hope and our deliverance. Is through the word of God that comes from the mouth of Jesus Christ. So, amen, we want to encourage you today. Be encouraged. And as Jesus spoke, amen, to the early church, he said, Fear not, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. It is your Father's good pleasure to give you grace. It is your Father's good pleasure to give you strength. It is your Father's good pleasure to keep you in health and in your right mind, amen. These are the promises that God has left to us as his people. He will be faithful to us. He will never leave us nor forsake us, but he'll be with us all the way, even to the even to the end of the world. So, amen. I want to encourage you this morning, amen. I am encouraged to follow Jesus. I am encouraged to hold on to the Lord Jesus Christ. I am encouraged, amen, to keep my head up, amen, and to keep my hope where it needs to be so that I can pray and fast and stay in his word and stay in his presence because nobody can follow God through fear because the Bible says fear has torment amen so these things are going to work out for us saints amen god is going to speak god is going to deliver god is going to set free he's going to make a way for us amen he's going to do great things wherein our hearts will be made glad amen so amen stay with us in the broadcast we have a word that we the lord has given unto us that he's going to bless us he's going to do great things through us amen and god wants you to know that he is aware of the things that you're going through, the things that we are suffering, the way that we feel. The Bible says, we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but in all parts he was tempted like as we are, but yet without sin. For our God is aware, amen, he knows to struggle, he knows to test He knows what we're going through and he knows how to navigate us through it so that we can give him glory. So, amen, we want you to give us a moment as we, amen, take time to set up, amen, our props and get things ready. Amen, stick with us, amen, and I believe that the Lord is going to speak through us. And, amen, we're all going to be the better and we're all going to be the blessed one. Amen, God bless you. Amen, stick with us. Amen. Praise the Lord everybody. We're back. Amen. Amen. We're back and we're going to begin our teaching. Amen. Our topic for today is, if you have questions, God has answers. Amen. And it will be taken from the gospel according to St. Matthews, the 24th chapter. Amen. The third through the eighth verse. Amen. Hallelujah. Stick with us. Amen. We're moving right along. Amen. We want to address, amen, the questions that Jesus disciples amen gave him amen in the midst of what we are going through now amen uh, people have a lot of questions they have a lot of fears they have a lot of doubts amen amen and when we have these questions we should go to the Word of God amen it's all right to amen listen to our elders amen but when we want to know what God is doing amen we go to his word amen and the Lord will give us of his word Amen. The topic is, amen, if you have questions, God has answers. And these are the questions taken. They are taken from, amen, Matthews 24 and 3, amen, amen. I'm going to read the scripture and we're going to address the questions, amen. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be? That is the first question. The second question, and what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? Amen. Hallelujah. I want to read it again for you. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? of uh, the world amen these are th- three of the most intriguing questions that was asked of jesus in the bible they were the most in question important questions that were asked in the entire bible amen jesus amen is speaking to his disciples they had a way of when they were in his presence amen they had questions they learned they were taught of god that's why when Jesus, amen, was resurrected, amen, and he ascended to heaven, amen, the disciples were able to carry on the work because they were taught, they were tutored, amen, and they were made ready to carry on the task that Jesus started in his earthly ministry here on earth. Amen. The first question is, when shall these things be? Amen. Now I want to, amen, go over some things with you because Jesus is addressing his disciples and he's speaking to them according to Israel's hope. Amen. A lot of these questions will not even begin to direct, amen, the church age because this was taken in, amen, the dispensation of law. Amen. He asked, They asked, when shall these things be? Amen, and we know that these things that he are talking about, amen, that he's preaching and teaching about, amen, that nations shall rise against nation and kingdoms against kingdoms, and there should be famines and pestilences and earthquakes and divers places, <laughs> amen. Let's go down a little bit. I'm reading from the seventh verse of that same chapter. Amen. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Amen. So that is the end of our scripture that we have. I'm going to read it again for you because I think it's needful for us to go through it totally and not just jump in. And it says, And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be and what shall be the sign of that coming and of the end of the world? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceives you. Amen. For many shall come in my name saying I am Christ and shall deceive many and ye shall hear wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled for all these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet for nations shall rise against nation and kingdoms against kingdoms and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes and divers places. All these are the beginning of sorrows, amen. Jesus is speaking to the Jews concerning their hope, amen, because, amen, these things will happen after the great tribulation, amen. The apostolic church, the church of the kingdom's position, amen, as it was mentioned earlier this week, amen, very clearly and and pointed by our pastor is, amen, we are premillennialists. We believe that the rapture of the church will happen prior to The great tribulation, which is the times of Jacob's trouble. Amen. This, amen, the church will be taken from it. The church, and I want to make this clear, will not go through the great tribulation. We are in tribulation now, but we will not go through the great tribulation. Amen. We have also the opinion of the mid uh, tribulations, the meaning that the church will be raptured during, amen, the great tribulation. And post-millennialist view, amen, teaches that, amen, the church will be raptured, amen, after, amen, the great tribulation period, along with, amen, the uh, destruction of the world, amen, uh, will be taken away at that time. But, amen, none of those things. Amen, are true and accurate according, according to the word of God, but the, tri- but the pre-millennialist view. And that's the view that we're going to teach from today. So, amen, Jesus is speaking to them concerning their coming. And like I said before, we are in tribulation now. But the great tribulation is not for the church, it's for Israel. And it will turn Israel's heart and they will let them, and that tribulation will open their eyes that they crucified the Christ. And the Jews as a nation, amen, will repent, amen, and come back to God, amen. And Paul, amen, puts it, he said, what shall this be? But, amen, the dead coming back to life. Israel as a nation coming back to God, amen. And tribulation has a way of turning our hearts to God, even as it is now, because people don't have answers. They don't understand what's going on. They don't understand what is coming from. Is God allowing this to happen? Amen. And why do we have to go through it? Amen. But Jesus has already left us his word. He told us that these are only the beginning of sorrows. Amen. We know by scripture the things that are going to come to pass prior to the resurrection of the church. Amen. The rapture, the parousia of the church amen there's no such word amen as I was told earlier of rapture in the church but it is the parousia amen the taking away the catching away of the church amen God is going to come and he's going to amen extract the church from this evil world amen in the second coming of Christ amen so amen we need to be a man taught in the scriptures and able to understand what is going on because if we can get an understanding then we know what to do amen we know how to amen order our lives and how to pray amen amen I'm going to go to a second presentation where I have some things amen that are written amen that I want to share with you if we can pull amen that screen back up amen it will help us greatly to understand, amen, that God is, amen, doing great things, amen. And it says, amen, at the head of our, amen, teaching here is God has a purpose and a plan for our redemption. God is a God of order, amen. And he doesn't do things without first giving us his word, amen. And that's why we have to be attached to God's prophetic word amen the word of god that god speaks prophetically must come to pass i don't care whether you're living right i don't care whether you're not living right i don't care whether you've dotted every i and crossed every t because god said it it must come to pass so i want you to realize amen That a lot of things are not because you are you aren't living right or you may suffer some things because because god said we must Through tribulation, great tribulation, enter into the kingdom. That tribulation prepares us and it gives us a mindset, amen, to get ready. Again, the purpose of time is preparation. So the first, amen, thing that I wrote was all that God allows to come to pass is to remind us of where our faith should be, amen. When these things come, our minds, amen, the spirit will lead our minds to his word. Amen. Our mind will be directed to what Jesus said. Amen. Because the Holy Ghost is in us to guide us into all truth. That's why you must have the Holy Ghost. Amen. You must be filled with the Holy Ghost because the Holy Ghost will guide you. The Holy Ghost is the person of Christ. His That directs us. When we receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, we we receive Christ. Amen. The hope of glory. And that spirit will give us hope in the midst of some terrible things that we must go through. Amen. And just because we are the church and we are spirit filled and we are God's children, it doesn't exempt us from the things that are coming to pass. But God says, get ready. Oh my God, if you got somebody next to you, you ought to encourage them and tell them to get ready. Amen. Because the spirit of God is moving and he's not going to stop doing what he's got to do because you're unprepared. That's why our prayer lives need to be where they need to be. We need to be in constant conversation with God in prayer so that God can not only comfort us, but he can equip us. My God, we need to be equipped to go through what we are, amen, posed to go through because God is going to take care of us safe. But you've got to be ready. Not only do you have to be ready in mind, amen, but you've got to be ready in spirit, amen, because it's the spirit that helpeth our infirmities, amen. We're going to go to the second one. The atrocities and signs are given so, so we can know how to direct our prayer life. These things will teach us how to direct our prayer. Amen. It will teach us how to, amen. The Bible said we know not what to pray for as we ought, but the spirit itself shall make intercession with moanings and groanings. Amen. A lot of times we're praying, we ain't even woke. God is praying through our spirits to equip us for the day ahead amen. I was speaking with my wife this week, amen. I said, thank God for waking me up this morning. Now I got new mercies. I got a brand new match of of mercies that that is able to carry me through and to deal with my weaknesses and amen, amen, my, my misgivings, amen. The things that we speak that don't line up with who we are. God has mercy. His mercy endures forever. So these things are signs and these atrocities are signs that, amen, ought to speak to us, amen, and because we know Jesus, we'll know what to do, amen. What did Jesus do, amen? Jesus would go hither and pray. He would separate himself from everybody, even his disciples, and spend great time, amen, in prayer with God so that God would equip him and anoint him for the task at hand. And there is a task at hand, church, Amen. There is a task for us at hand. Amen. All God doesn't want us to do is to complain about, amen, our insecurities. and, Amen. Because we're not comfortable no more. And the blessings aren't falling like they should or like we would want them to be. Because we're not in tune with what God is doing. Amen. But the captain of our salvation was made perfect through suffering. And so it is for us. We are made perfect through the sufferings that we endure. Amen. It's something about suffering that equips us and strengthens us and molds us and makes us into Christ's character. So, amen. The third and last one is we should not respond to these events as those who don't know and believe the scriptures. Amen. We should be responding like those who don't know Christ. Amen. Put away from you murmuring and complaining because you're uncomfortable because of what God is doing, but rather seek the grace of God. What did t- God tell Paul or Paul spoke to us and said, Jesus said, my grace is sufficient for thee. My strength is made perfect in weakness. Even in our weakness, we are able to be made strong. We're able to, amen, be equipped with the grace of God that will help us to wait on him. Because God don't want us to wait on his deliverance and to wait on him complaining. Amen. Murmuring. Amen. The people of, of antiquity were destroyed for murmuring. Amen. And Paul warns us through scripture. He said, neither murmur ye as they murmured and were destroyed of the destroyer. These are times that we as the church of God, the people of God, we need to show the world how. We are to respond to these satanic stimuluses. Amen. We ought to be doing it in prayer. Amen. Seeking the face of God. Amen. Seeking in the word of God. How do I respond? How do I act? What do I do? Amen. Hallelujah. And I think these things are to stir us up. and To get us mobile in doing the work of God. The world needs to hear from the church. Amen. And we need to have a voice. Amen. That will give them instructions and hope, instruction to seek the Lord while he may be found and to call upon him while he is near. Amen. We want to go back to the first screen. Amen. We're going to go back. Amen. To the second question. Amen. That Israel asked. Amen. Jesus. Amen. That the disciples asked him as, as they were taken away privately. They asked and said, and what shall be the sign of thy coming? The answer is in the preceding verses that we just read. Jesus said, amen, that you will hear wars and rumors of wars. The Antichrist will become more active, amen. Satan is becoming more active because God is allowing it. And he's allowing it to wake us up because many are asleep amen many pastors have to fuss and fight with people just to come to church to pray amen he's trying to get you to do it to fit the mold that god has for your life amen our life is a life of facing challenges and tests amen Amen. And if you go into the law, amen, the Old Testament teachings, Israel was constantly faced with adversaries. Amen. But when they, amen, turned their faces to God and prayed and fasted, amen, and began to deny themselves and to give God their direct attention. Amen. God moved, amen, and God gave them the victory over their enemies amen so jesus says here amen he first speaks of amen the antichrist amen he said for many shall come in my name saying i am christ and shall deceive many i want to let you know that after the rapture time is going to keep on moving the world ain't over because the church got raptured from the earth time will continue to move on Amen, and we'll be ushered, amen, or those of that time will be ushered into, amen, the dispensation of kingdom in which God is gonna to turn to Israel. We're gonna cover, amen, the scripture, amen. We're gonna pull it up here in a few minutes that's in the book of Romans, amen. The 11th chapter, Paul deals a little bit of, with it about the hope of the Israelites, amen. And many of the things that were spoken in the gospels, Jesus was speaking directly to, amen, the Israelites, the Jews, the chosen, amen. He said, amen, I am not sent but to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. So Jesus' ministry was to the house of Israel, amen, to get them to believe, amen. But we know the divine setting of scripture, amen. They were to deny Christ and the door of faith would be open to the Gentiles that we should believe and be saved because the gospel just didn't begin to be preached, amen. When Jesus came here, the gospel began in Abraham amen because abraham was uh, was chosen amen for the salvation plan of god yet being uncircumcised but well, that's a whole another deal but the gospel was preached then the gospel is amen the message of jesus christ unto all amen the availability of salvation the doors are open the doors of salvation are open to everybody and we need to make sure that the message is out and it's clear so that people can make an informed decision. Amen. I'm so glad that, amen. So we're back in 18, 1987, God began to give me, amen, the opportunity to repent and be saved. Amen. And as the world would say, I jumped at the opportunity because I was ready to be made free from my sins. Amen. I didn't have hope. I was without God in the world. I didn't have no salvation, even though I knew about God. Just because you know about him, that don't mean you, amen, are saved. We're not saved because we know scripture. We are saved because we have obeyed that form of doctrine that was delivered to you. Then being made free from sin, now we have our fruit unto God. So, amen. We want to go to the last question, which is, end of The end of the world. Amen. We want to know that, amen, what's going to happen when the end of the world comes, amen. And we know that we have these questions and these things answered by Jesus, but not only are they there, but they're in the book of Revelations. They're in Jude, amen. They speak of things that would come to pass, amen. Peter addressed a little bit in the book, in the epistles of first and second Peter, the Bible says the earth and the elements thereof shall be burnt up. Oh, my God. But we, we have a better hope. We have a better salvation. We're not just here, amen, to show, amen, but we're here to save ourselves from this untoward generation. And what if you go to church all your life, you sing the songs you give your tithes, amen, you go and you feed the poor and you pray for the sick, amen, and Jesus speaks to you. I never knew you. Man, that's the most frightening scripture that I've ever read in the Bible, amen, knowing that I'm a preacher. I go out and I preach the gospel, amen, and I minister and I go to church. I pay my tithes and I try to live the best life I can because God graces me to do it. And amen, to have him to stand before me and say, amen, depart from me. I never knew you because, amen, our hearts and our mind wasn't set. We really didn't believe our testimony. We really didn't believe Amen, God according to his word. So Jesus never knew us, amen. Jesus said, I would never knew you, amen. And that scripture, it's not just me trying to frighten you. And I'm not trying to frighten anyone, but I want to let you know that it is time. It is time for us now to seek the face of God. Don't play with your soul, amen. Don't play with your eternal inheritance, amen. Don't give up your eternal inheritance, For a temporary pleasure that only lasts for a while. Amen. It's amazing to see and to hear sometimes the things that just keep people from Jesus Christ. (laughs) Going to a club and, amen, having, amen, the fine pleasures of this life. And you choose not to give your life to Jesus. Amen. But these things come upon us to show us that, amen, Jesus, amen, is on his way back. And now he's on his way back whether you're ready or not. He's not going to stop coming because you're not ready. But he's coming in a cloud and every eye will see him. Amen. And his second coming will be in two parts. Amen. So we're going to move on because I'm starting to get happy now because the truth will make you happy. Amen. The next screen that we're going to speak to you from is prepare me a place. Amen. That's what I entitled that for. Amen. Because Jesus went to prepare us a place so that we could be with Him. He told His disciples that over 2,000 years ago. He said, I go away to prepare a place for you that where I am, ye may be also. Don't you want to go back with Jesus? Uh, don't you want to be with Him? Well, that requires for us to make some, amen, not tough decisions, but some, amen, some decisions that best fit our hope. Amen. Because we can't continue in sin. The Bible says, shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Amen. Romans 6 and 1. Amen. The Bible says, God forbid, for how shall we, amen, that are born to sin live any, there, live any longer therein? How should we that are baptized in Jesus' name continue to live in sin? Just go back to business as usual like we were before we come to Christ. But there's a change that must take place in our hearts. Amen. And God's got to make that transition in our heart, that transformation. And it is enacted by our faith and trust in the finished work of Jesus Christ. Amen. The first Amen uh, notes that I want to share with you it says is it, it is the the uh the, t- the title of it is the call to prepare. Amen. If you don't prepare, you might as well be ready to fail. The people that fail fail to prepare. And now it's preparation time. Time for us to. Put aside this time to prepare for our eternal hope. Everything is hinged upon preparation. Time to prepare. Amen. i give giving a scripture here. It's Luke 22, 1 through 20. Jesus instructs his disciples to prepare a place for the Last Supper. You remember the story when Jesus, amen, Uh, Needed a place to keep the last supper with his disciples, he sent them out. Amen. Peter, James, and John told them to go into a town and find their man, amen, that would tell them where to prepare for the Passover. Amen. They asked the man, and he took them to an upper room, furnished, already furnished. When God prepares you, amen, for what he has for you. Amen. When you prepare for it, God will already have it furnished for you. It'll be ready for you, ready to do the will of God. Amen. And it says God's purpose for time is preparation. We've been talking about that through this personal time. Jesus shared with his disciples. He reveals his divine purpose. Question, what is Jesus divine purpose that he shares with them? what was their response what does the lesson say to you amen they had questions jesus had answers amen a lot of times we don't ask questions because we don't really want the answer (laughs) i tell folks don't ask me no questions unless you are ready for my answer because i ain't gonna get the answer that you may want but i will tell you the word of god so amen we need to be ready amen to Amen. Give the answer of the hope that we have in Christ Jesus. His divine purpose that he shares with them is, amen, their eternal hope. That was Jesus' divine purpose for coming. Jesus said, I come to save that which was lost. Amen. He comes to save those who want to be saved. Amen. He comes to speak to them and let them know of things that are coming that they're going to have to deal with. Amen. And that they should prepare for that. And it was, what was their response? Amen. Their response first was fear. How can we accomplish this? The question was asked, Jesus, who then can be saved? (laughs) Uh, They begin to question him about, amen, marriage and divorce. They begin to question him about, amen, the, the different things that would come to pass. Whether they would be able to stand the judgment of God. And the question was asked, who can be saved? <laughs> and Jesus responded, to them, with men, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. All God wants to see is the willingness in your heart to go. Amen. Because the price has already been paid for your salvation. Way back on Calvary. Amen. I tell folks, you can't judge me. I've already been judged. My sin was judged back on Calvary. And when I received... Amen. The word of God and the hope that Jesus has left for me. My sins were paid. I was justified, which means being made right. Amen. We don't have to be a saint, a true Holy Ghost filled saint of God. Should be worried about, amen, sin and whether I'm walking in sin, but rather bearing fruit unto righteousness. Amen. We got so many folk worrying about sinning. When all you have to do is be who you are. Because you've already been redeemed. You've already been bought with a price. Your sins have been paid for on the cross of Calvary. Now all it takes for us is to do what we've been called to do. Know your calling. Know what God has called you to do. And do those things and you'll be made righteous. Folk are walking around worrying about committing adultery. Get in the word of God. I'm worried about going back on drugs and drinking. Oh, my God, you don't have to worry about that. Get busy in the kingdom. Being who God has designed and saved you to be. I'm not sitting around worrying about going back in the world, going back to what I left. Amen. Because those things don't fit the new me. Amen. Amen. I'm living in the flow, in the flow of righteousness, <laughs> and I want to be who God calls me to be. Now, He going to force you to be what he called you to be, but there is substance in the word of God that will help you mature to the place that you need to be in Jesus so that God can use you. There's a song that I used to sing back in church, I want to live so God can use me anywhere anytime. Amen. We need to be in a position where God can use us in this storm because we have a function and it's not just to run and hide but it is to share the word of God. Amen. You may not be able to go out on the street and stay all day and preach the gospel on the street because you may not be able to stay out there. But you can tell everybody you come in contact with. When God sets the stage, you can go to work. And tell them what Jesus done for you. How Jesus set you free. You remember when Jesus healed the blind? He told them, go to the priest and tell them what great things I have done for you. That's a witness to them. Amen. That greater is coming. <laughs> that we are just not here. To depend on the law because the law was never meant to make man righteous. It was meant to show man how far from God he was and his inability to attain the righteousness of God. Amen. The last amen, the couple of ones I want to cover all of this. It says Jesus prophesies of the millennial kingdom where he will drink the new wine or fruit of the vine with this. Uh, with them This will then happen after Jesus has gone away and prepared a place, prepared the place That he will spend eternity with the people of God Amen the last one because Jesus is preparing to be with us We too should be preparing to be with Jesus And I want you to name two things that we as believers can do to prepare To be with Jesus. Amen. We got to work through this. I taught this some time ago. This page here some time ago. And I felt it needful to include this. Amen. Because we need to work through this. Amen. And if you don't prepare to be with Jesus. Amen. You just may be left out. Amen. Because you've got to prepare. For the coming of the Lord. You've got to prepare. For what God is doing. Amen. You've got to play your role and your part. Amen. In the redemptive plan of God, not only for yourself, but for this world. Amen. Church, there's work to do. Amen. And this work prepares us to go where we want to go. And that is to the kingdom of heaven. I had a discussion this week with a young man. He's, uh, amen, he's newly saved, amen. And we've got to talking about, amen, heaven coming back down here on earth, amen. And, amen, he didn't understand and I had to take some time to explain to him and take him back to the scriptures where, amen, the scripture says, and, amen, and holy Jerusalem shall come down from God out of heaven. And, amen, heaven will be here on earth and God is going to dwell with man. There'll be no need of light then because because Jesus will be the light of the world. There'll be no more sin. Amen. There'll be no more death. No more sickness, no more crying, no more sorrowing Because the Bible says the former things will be passed away This is where our minds should be Upon the hope of righteousness Because, amen, I don't know whether I enjoy living this life Because this is pretty much all I know Amen, unless Jesus reveals to me But we attach ourselves to the hope of the scriptures through our faith Because we believe the word of God we believe what God says. And what does the word of God say in Hebrews 6 and 11? He said, amen, hallelujah, and this will we do. Amen, if the Lord allows us. Amen, turn with me to that scripture. Amen, fool, amen, by faith, amen, we obtain the promises. Amen, I think it's needful for us to go through this scripture. Amen, because amen, amen, I want to, amen, uh, uh, bring that to your attention. Amen. It says, amen. I want to go to the first and then we're going to skip down to the sixth. The first verse and down to the sixth verse. It says, therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on unto perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God, of the doctrine of baptism and of laying on of hands and of resurrection of the dead and of eternal judgment. These are the principles of the doctrine. Amen. And it says this, what we do, if God permit, we might as well read down for it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted of the heavenly gift and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the world to come. If they shall fall away to renew them again unto repentance, seeing they crucified to themselves, the son of God and put him to an open shame. Amen. Amen. I want to go also to Hebrews 11. Amen. The 11th chapter in the 6th verse. Amen. And that's the scripture. Amen. That. Amen. I wanted to bring to your attention also. Amen. 11. Hebrews 11 and 6. I'll be there in a minute. Amen. It says, For, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Faith activates the promises of God. That's why we have to walk in faith. That's why we have to live in faith. Because we've got to accept and believe the promises of God through the scriptures. That is what justifies us. Friends, we thank God our time is almost up. But we wanted to, amen, come and leave a word of hope and deliverance and, amen, solicit your prayers for us, amen, that the Lord will continue to guide us. Amen. As we continue to embark upon the truth of God's word. Amen. We only know about God what he shows us. But we can show us if we seek him. Amen. You don't find what you ain't looking for. (laughs) If you're not looking for this, you're not going to find it. Hebrews 9, 26 through 28 says, And them that look for him shall he appear without sin unto salvation amen our job is to seek him to seek his face forevermore amen to want to learn more about jesus a song we sing oh i want to be more and more like jesus i want to be ready when he comes but we have to make preparation amen we have to make preparation and amen our topic again for today if you have questions gods have answers And the world got a lot of questions. Everybody almost I'm talking to are confused. Their mind is troubled by the tribulation that is coming on this earth. Don't you know, man, in the state of Maryland, 600 people died just this week or were diagnosed, amen, with this virus, amen. Over in Italy, they're dying by the hundreds. They don't have place to bury them, amen. Some people's mind cannot get a grip around something like that. Amen. They got them on an ice skating rink to keep them cold until they can figure out how to bury them. Uh, these are the times that Jesus is presenting to us that we need to really begin to seek him and call upon the name of the Lord. Ask God to help us. Ask God to strengthen and direct us. Amen have the desire in our hearts and minds to be ready when the Lord comes. God bless you, my friends and my brothers. Amen. And those that are, amen, watching us by live stream. Amen. We want to let you know that we love you. We're praying for you. Amen. And I'm going to just share, amen, a word of this song before we leave. Hiding in thee my Savior hiding in Thee my Lord Thou great rock of ages I am hiding in Thee oh hiding in thee my savior hiding in thee my lord thou great rock of ages i am hiding in thee Amen. God bless you. Amen. We want to give our benediction. Amen. And amen. Until we meet again. Father, in Jesus' name, I've, amen, taught and preached your word today. Oh God. Let the seed that has been planted bring forth harvest and bring forth fruit. Some 30, some 60, and some 100 fold. As we dismiss from this portion of our service, but never from your presence. Lord, bring us back on the appointed time with a word from God, with a fresh word from you, Lord, that will yet again aspire us to be all that you created us to be. We bless your holy name now. Take care of us, shield us, protect us, guide us, wrap your arms around us and our families and our loved ones and let no evil come nigh our dwelling. Bless us now, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Amen. And may heaven smile upon you. Amen. This is the prayer, praise and deliverance broadcast. God bless you.